I'm Bridget Pettisey, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of September 15th to September 21st. Why don't we start by addressing that lovely mug? Da-na-na-na, da-na-na-na, capitalism always wins, and now this can be yours too. All you have to do is go on. Where where do we get these? <laughs> it's going to be Fetacy.com, right? Fetacy.com to get your mug. Yep. And it's going to be up by the time this goes up. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our shit together around here. <laughs> this mug, it's a surprise. It turns into a Phetasy logo from a black mug. That's cool. It's black like my heart, and then you see what's really in my heart, <laughs> which is a Phetasy. I'm going to take my company's last name and marry my company. Become like Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I am married to Phetasy. I want to thank Warren Dent this week again for donating the mic at Zen Pro Audio for all of your audio needs in the industry and outside of the industry. All right. Uh, where are we right. starting? Troll in chief. Oh, we're starting with the troll in chief this week. The Secret Service wants jet skis to protect the Trumps. The first family is very active in water sports. <laughs> I feel like the Secret Service just wants jet skis. <laughs> we know they like hookers and stuff, don't they? Aren't they always getting busted for like having parties in other countries and getting sex workers Are and they? drugs? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. They're always getting in trouble, the Secret Service, especially Obama's Secret Service. They were always getting in trouble. Mm, the Trumps are the perfect people to blame it on. No, they, they actually, to. you could, they said, you know, they had to protect Obama when he was in Hawaii. And now because of all of the Trump's water activities, which have you ever, Trump like won't even share his umbrella with Melania because he's so afraid of getting his hair wet. I've never seen a picture of that guy in or near the water. No. Not even on a boat. No. I bet it's for, like, the boys. Yeah. Donald Jr. <laughs> Donald Jr.'s out there on those jet skis with his girlfriend, Kimberly. They're just out there, like, an 80s couple with their hair spraying all around, like, a, like Baywatch. And the Secret Service are like, we can't keep up with them. <laughs> we need jet skis. It's good to know that all of our tax dollars are going to our president's water activities that they're uh, while they're romping around on vacation. I know. Can't you keep those people indoors? <laughs> Shouldn't they just be, you know, running the country? Burn it all down is what I'm trying to say. Burn it all down while the unicorns dance. Proof that we're living in a simulation. Sean Spicer dances the salsa to the Spice Girls on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> this guy is living his best life. I mean, it it really did feel like the Hunger Games. Yeah, it really did. It felt like the Capitol. After they slaughtered a district full of people, they do a little dance. <laughs> it was perfect. And he was having so much fun. And I mean... These guys are just shameless. It is like the fine art of failing up. In America, 
You can be anything you want to be. You can go from being a disgraced press secretary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was his role again? He was a press secretary. I know. To Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. which is a show that old people watch. You just have to be willing to be completely ridiculous and abase yourself to America. <laughs> Have no dignity whatsoever. Whatever is that like? (laughs) I would never know. I'm being very serious here in my undisclosed location. Hundreds gather near Area 51 for an alien event. (laughs) Okay. This was started by a guy named Maddie Robot. Robot. (laughs) Roberts. (laughs) Maddie Roberts started a joke Facebook page. And it's funny because... Who listens to a guy named Maddie Roberts? <laughs> a grown ass man who still goes by Maddie. <laughs> you can just take any kind of crazy name and people will listen to you? Wait. <laughs> okay, but A, what the fuck is going on at Area 51? <laughs> there are aliens there, right? I mean, there have to be. Why would they guard it? Who cares? Let the hundred people in. And who are those hundred people? I kind of wish I had gone and interviewed every single person that showed up at Area 51. This goes back to one of my original questions. Does anyone have a job anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Who can just go to Area 51 on a Thursday? The Navy confirmed that aliens exist or something like that? Is that what happened? <laughs> they confirmed unidentified flying objects in a Blink-182 video that should not have been released. And the Navy confirmed <laughs> that they were not anything that they knew of. They were unidentified Inclusion, flying objects. Inclusion, Maggie. Okay. Inclusion. Were they drones? Whenever the Navy goes with UFOs and aliens, that means they're testing something super secret and stealthy. Oh, you think it's just them it's blaming the, the aliens? Yeah. I prefer to believe it's the aliens. Well, I, I believe that the aliens might be hanging around, maybe in an undisclosed location. <laughs> but <laughs> Yes. I feel like the Navy has said a few times, didn't they admit last year that there were aliens? I feel like we got confirmation last year that there were aliens and everyone was like, oh, anyway, there are aliens. Anyways, next story, please. We should really check on that. There are definitely aliens. This is not a question. There are definitely aliens. I think it's cool that um, the same day that the alien, the people went to Area 51, this story came out from Oregon. Cattle are being mutilated and killed in eastern Oregon. No one is sure how or why. Just an uplifting story about (laughs) cattle being mutilated for you. This is when it turns black and white. We're like, save the cows. Not a Sarah McLaughlin song. I had no idea. I thought that was a Sarah McLaughlin song since I was 13 years old. I think it's clear it's aliens. They were precisionly, surgically had their udders and bladders and parts removed, and there was no blood and no tracks. What? Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. What does this have to do with Elon Musk? Elon Musk is an alien. (laughs) Elon Musk's unexpected warning of consequences for chasing ET contact. 
This was just another strange coincidence <laughs> that this article came out the same approximate time that everyone was going to Area 51 and aliens were slaughtering cows in eastern Oregon. He warned that we shouldn't be trying to contact aliens. I was like, I tweet at you all the time, Elon. <laughs> Maybe Elon is the good alien and he escaped from the bad alien planet and he came to give us the technology and help us and none of us want help because we're idiots. To survive in the alien wars that are coming. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's building this whole space army <laughs> and spaceships. And then he's like, oh, guys, you know, don't go talking to those aliens. That's not how Elon <laughs> Yeah, your impressions are spot Don't to aliens. If, I'm trying to do an alien trying to be a human. I read once that if we actually wanted to learn how to talk to aliens, we should start by learning to talk to dolphins. Communication with another species and dolphins are intelligent enough to have their own language and that the only way we'll be successful at talking to aliens is learning to communicate with an, a highly intelligent species. If you're out there, aliens, listening. <laughs> I can't do dolphin. Wow. I'm not going to survive in the alien wars. <laughs> You're getting better. You're getting better. <laughs> I feel like I'm improving. Stop it. <laughs> getting hope all riled up, too. That was my fault for riling her up. My alien impression. <laughs> Your of dolphin dolphins. impression. <laughs> Oh, you were doing an alien doing a dolphin? <laughs> <laughs> that's why it wasn't perfect? I get it now. That that's, uh. that's why. I'm going to have to work on that with my voice coach. Yes. <laughs> In canceled news, Justin Trudeau wore blackface not once, not twice, but three times. Who? Okay. By the way, in 2001, who the, you should be canceled for wearing blackface just for being stupid anytime after the 1990. Yeah, we grew up in the 80s and we knew better than that in the 80s. Who's wearing blackface in 2001? I don't know. This was 9-11. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. No. It was like 18 years ago. How many times are you in blackface <laughs> in your life, bro? I am weary of, of uh, being definitive about this. <laughs> More than once? I know. Was it? I don't get Three it. Three times. He, was he like a character and had to play something in a play no. or something? I mean, he no. just appeared in three separate occasions. In blackface. In blackface. It wasn't the, the same best. costume he was pulling out or something? No, the last one was brownface. He was Aladdin or something. Aladdin for Arabian Nights. Yeah. And yeah. the best was that when he got busted for that one, when that came out, he said, oh, by the way, there might be other pictures of me in blackface. <laughs> But the funny thing is he won't be canceled because he's he's from the left. And so they'll make him a lot of excuses and say, well, his intention wasn't that it was bad. This is the thing about cancel culture is that they'll excuse the people that are on their side and say that wasn't their intention and then assign evil intentions for the people who aren't on their side. Mm -hmm. So there's no real standardized application of principles. And then he immediately 
called to ban automatic or assault rifles. It was like to distract from his blackface controversy. Who's like, pay no attention to the man in blackface behind the curtain. We're going to (laughs) ban assault rifles. But Robert Downey Jr. was in blackface in the 2000s. Was he? Oh, yeah. In Tropic Thunder. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. What? The funniest part of Tropic Thunder was that everybody was getting so outraged about Simple Jack. Yeah. (laughs) That was what everyone was protesting. That movie got boycotted and protested. (laughs) And nobody said a thing about Robert Downey Jr. in blackface. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, so we're just going to let that slide. All right. And then the Patriots release Antonio Brown. Bella, check you later. Oh, hey, 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 goodbye. Boycott of boycotts. Paul Gorski on Twitter. The lit canon is white supremacy. Can't fix that by protecting it and advocating we add other voices. Well, then there was a there was a reply to it by a woman, and it was a bunch of books in the dumpster. Oh, she took all the books he advocated against and yeah. threw them in the dumpster? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. And everyone online was like, you might as well set them on fire. Oh, God, it's getting so creepy, though. To me, when I see that stuff, it's... A hundred times more chilling than anything else that's going on to me. You know who else liked to burn books? <laughs> a little man called Hitler. This one almost broke me actually this week. It's too serious to break me because it's something I really push back against. We don't need to wipe the slate clean and say, okay, any person who is white, whoever wrote a story, we're going to get rid of it. And now just all of other voices, we can say, okay, these voices have been dominant because white men were educated they had more access they've had more opportunity now we're going to include other people's voices because we're trying to be more inclusive but there are still valid things to learn from sophocles yeah what you know (laughs) people have been learning from him for thousands of years so name one thing you (laughs) learned from sophocles maggie i already said i couldn't Why must you mock my ignorance? <laughs> Young people lead millions to protest global inaction Ooh, on climate change. Boy, this is a dumpster fire. <laughs> Neon Taster had the best tweet about this. He said, adults, you should be panicking about the climate. Children, we're panicking about the climate. Adults, look how our children are panicking about the climate. <laughs> <laughs> look, kids, I'm proud of you for being active and being activated by your crazy parents. And so now they're relying on you to fix things, which is fucked up, and you're not responsible for this. I appreciate the intention of excitement and enthusiasm for guarding our planet. The people who lie here right now represent the coming toll of extreme heat. And I was definitely like a 20-year-old who was like, let's save the world, and had no concept of how. Socialism is not the answer. I do know that. Maybe don't skip your classes and stay for the science of economics that you need to learn in order to really combat some of the challenges that you have facing you. The real question is, I have for the children, what are you willing to give up? Because it's easy to go out and protest, but essentially in order to really combat climate change, you have to like, okay, give up your iPhone because these are parts of the problems. This girl, Greta, the climate activist, she all alone last year, her lonely climate protests, 
And then this year, you know, there's marches all over the world and she started this whole movement and there are pictures of her with halos. And Sarah Silverman called her Jesus. Stop making the children your heroes. Stop messiahing the children. They're not deities and they can't save you. The funny thing is, is that they get accused that um, the climate is the new religion. And everybody's like, no, no, we don't treat this like a religion. But they have these, they're worshiping this child as if she's the second coming, literally calling her the second coming and confessing to plants. Union Seminary (laughs) tweets, today in chapel, we confess to plants. Together, we held our grief, joy, regret, hope, guilt, and sorrow in prayer, offering them to the beings who sustain us, but whose gift we too often fail to honor. What do you confess to the plants in your life? Not a religion. Not a religion at all. Nothing to see here. Not a crazy cult. I mean, this is taking tree hugging to a whole nother level. (laughs) The trees are priests. The robots are priests. Everything is a religion. I have a plant confession. I'm a- <laughs> yes. Well, Sam's plant confession. Tell us, Sam. I'm sorry I don't water you enough. I water them for you. <laughs> Thank you, Bridget. <laughs> I have a plant confession, too. I'm sorry that I don't open the blinds for you every day. I have a plant confession. Yes, Maggie. All of my plants died. <laughs> <laughs> plant murderer. It's weird. Again, it's a very nuanced feeling where I'm excited that people care about saving the earth, but also terrified of the people who want to save it. I feel like it's just a big marketing scheme for Avatar too. <laughs> In personal fantasy news. We had Jim Gaffigan on our podcast, Walk-Ins Welcome. So please check that out. And if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, it's a different flavor, vibe, tone, one-on-one interviews with people talking about their stories of grit and resilience. And this week, we were honored to have Jim Gaffigan, who told his story of how he became a comedian and his new movie that came out that is dark and gritty. It was a dramatic role for him. Just how pers- how he persevered, because man, that guy definitely Definitely just never quit. Then the Washington Post op-ed, Yes, God Cancels People and We Can Too. This is a fantasy. We all knew this was coming. I read the article and... Oh, I didn't. I only saw the headline. It was about... (laughs) Basically, my problem with it was is that their premise was, Yes, God Cancels People, Adam and Eve were canceled. And, you know, the Egyptians were canceled by the 10 plagues. And it's just like all of the references she used were Old Testament and not... New Testament, which is about Jesus's love and forgiveness and And redemption. Yeah. So her whole premise is that God canceled people in the Old Testament. Well, that that yes, in fact, Uh, God does cancel people. I thought it meant God cancels people like God kills us. Oh. Well, no, she was saying some people deserve to be canceled. Read the article. It was a very clickbaity headline, basically. And she used that to kind of get her point across, but it was just kind of bullshit point. Yeah. God doesn't cancel people. No, we went to the Homeboy Industries 5K today, Sam and I, and we'll, there will be a video about that that we made. Father Greg Boyle is so loving, and it's all about loving kindness and compassion and forgiveness and redemption. That is the whole idea of Homeboy. They do tattoo removal. They help people find a path out of prison and into a new life. Once they get out of prison, they give them jobs. His whole thing is we don't throw people away. 
And yeah. it's why I love supporting this LA organization, and you should too if you are interested in finding a good 501c3 or an organization to get behind. Every year you got a necklace. Last year it was be be the hero of your own story. This year it was you don't go to the margins to make a difference, but so that the widow, orphan, and stranger make you different. Father Greg Boyle. I love that. It's like you go to outreach the people on the margin so that you change, not so that they change or not so you throw them away. In Capitalism Always Wins news. I don't want to just be cynical about capitalism. You know, Capitalism Always Wins is a little bit cynical, but it's not always a bad thing, which is why I want to highlight the moments when capitalism wins for the good. Will Smith and Ellen DeGeneres surprise high school students for their act of kindness. This was the best feel-good story of the entire week. These two kids, one of the kids was bullying a kid who was always bullied, realized he was bullying someone, and then he they came back to school and they gave the kid clothes. And they was making jokes of him, and I was also laughing alone. And then like once I used to just go home and think about it, I wanted to apologize to Michael, but I wanted to give him something in an apology. Because he got bullied for always wearing the same outfit, it went viral, and then of course Will Smith came on. The reason that I love Ellen and Will recognize their power to take something like this and maybe make it a trend, it's a better trend than like the clout chasing of licking the ice cream. This is way better. Maybe it'll start kids doing all these cool things, videotaping it, hoping they get on Ellen and get to meet Will Smith and get $10,000. Who knows? Well, the reason it's in Capitalism Always Wins, too, is because New Balance was kind of sponsored it and then gave close and, to all of the children in oh the yeah yeah and and shutterfly donated ten thousand and this costs these companies nothing this is a marketing cost for them essentially they're writing it off and that's because they're we live in a capitalist society all of the booths today i was saying down at the homeboy during the 5k th- those are all nonprofits that are supported primarily by corporations and individuals mm-hmm. they're not government Supported. Mm-hmm. I don't trust the government with my money. <laughs> and then in other capitalism always wins news. And now the dark side of capitalism. <laughs> Yandy, the sexy woman's apparel store, has done it again with a sexy Mr. Rogers Halloween costume. No. No. No, Yandy. Bad. <laughs> well, just because Yandy it has makes to do the creepiest kids. costume. Yeah, yeah it is. It's because Mr. Rogers is, it, does is like a child. With so, kids. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I don't like where this whole like association in my brain is just like reject because they do a sexy Tara <laughs> and a sexy Bob Ross. Sexy tariffs. I hope that costume was made in China. Come on. Yeah, right. Are you kidding me? Well, it, last year they made a sexy Handmaid's Tale <laughs> yeah. outfit that got like banned or the something. The libs they got that one banned. <laughs> the libs were outraged. I don't know. I kind of like the sexy Handmaid's Tale one. <laughs> you would. <laughs> I was mad I didn't get one before they got taken off the market. This week's BDE award goes to Rihanna, my queen. Rihanna put Victoria's Secret out of business. Yeah. They don't even do their angel show anymore because it's too skinny and white and true. Her fashion show for uh, Fenty, her brand, is insane. It was like a concert.
The thing I love about Rihanna, and this is kind of like the show Claws that I love, is it's diverse without being in your face about it. Rihanna represents everybody and her whole thing is I just want to feel like everyone's included. I want all women to feel sexy when they put on lingerie, no matter what size they are. Her fashion show is sick. The dancing is amazing. Obviously, incredibly produced. Just fierce. Rihanna inspires me. She's just a go-getter. And she knows what she wants. Everything that woman touches is cool. She said, if you stay up at night thinking about how you're going to make history, you're not going to make history. Just go, go be. And she's such an artist. That woman has more cool in a nail clipping then I will have in 10,000 lifetimes. Uh -huh. She's just the effortlessly badass. just badass. And she's been through a lot. That girl's going to be a billionaire in 2020, and she deserves every penny. I wish she was my best friend. Sprained my eyes. A student at USC asked Cory Booker how to shift responsibility to incentivize corporations and high waste industries to change their behavior around climate change. They opened the statement with, I study empathy as human communication. Okay, what exactly is that major? I study empathy as communication. Wow. Um, my pronouns are she, her, hers. Is that just studying humans? I don't know. <laughs> are all people sociopaths now and empathy is like this lost art? I mean, maybe. I guess it is. We have been talking about how cruel people are being to each other online and off. The pronouns. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I don't want to bag on it, because again, I don't give a shit what you want to call yourself. She, her, hers. She, her, hers. Diversity. Equity. Inclusion. Call yourself Ninja Turtle. Why does this annoy me so much? Let's, let's I have think a little it's group because chat. it's so... <laughs> pretentious? It's so, But they're forcing it on people. Right. It's the... In your face, the outrage that comes if it's not honored. People are human. Yeah. They make mistakes. You know, they need time to learn and change and adjust to this world. I am all for, you know, if you want to be identified as they, them, sure. Okay, I will call you they, them. But I might slip. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's that idea that there's, that then I'm being offensive. I am right offending you it's not my job not to offend you your pe feelings are your personal responsibility and all of a sudden it became a thing where if you offend someone you've committed a capital crime yeah but also i feel like her major and her pronouns had nothing to do with the <laughs> I, question like why are you yeah why are you giving us that information uh -huh. it's just it's grandstanding uh -huh. it's just basically getting up there and saying like look how woke i am it is virtue signaling and i think people sense it and that's why they get so uh they react to it even if they can't articulate it it's like ah! Look how my green hair and my pronouns make me so much better than you. <laughs> Coming soon to Yandy, <laughs> slutty social justice warrior. Moving forward to Lex, the wearable chair. Designed to be an extension of your body. This is a kickstand. Made of aerospace grade aluminum. It's so it's lightweight and sturdy. This is a, a kickstand for humans. For your ass. <laughs> how lazy are you people? Three hundred and fifty two backers pledged one hundred and forty thousand dollars to help bring this project to life. 
This is just so people who are too lazy to stand and look at their phone can just sit their ass down somewhere, wherever they are. Well, it's like the beginning of Wally, where they all have <laughs> their little floaty space mobile things. You can't fold the straw. You have to it any good. This is what this proceeds to me. <laughs> Let's start a Kickstarter for that. <laughs> we want to make the Wally cards. <laughs> Forget these stupid human butt kickstands. How f***ing lazy is everybody? Well, this is, this is because you've been broken by Vaginas for Trump underwear. <laughs> In this week's Breaking Bridget, which is usually just the product of a rabbit hole I went down on the internet that got dark really fast. I was Googling sexy MAGA. <laughs> it was when I was looking at the sexy costumes, and then I saw the tariff one, and that felt a little MAGA. And so then I was like, what else is out there? And that's how I found these. These gems. Vaginas for Trump. Why don't you just say grab my p and call it a day? Seriously, <laughs> that's what they should read. It should they're be... really going all for it. Yeah. I don't know. These, I just, the last thing I want to think of is our president when I'm like feeling sexy. I, I, Rihanna, sure. Yeah. She's hot. She's sexy. She's sultry. She's super awesome. But no, I try not to think of him naked every day. And the world always wants me to think of these guys naked like Kavanaugh. I was like, can we stop talking about Kavanaugh's dick, please? I don't know about you, but I have no trouble not thinking about Trump <laughs> naked every day. The thoughts never even occurred to me. So. I just feel like someone in the world is always trying to get me to think of Trump naked. <laughs> this has been your dumpster fire for the week of September 15th to September 21st. I'm Bridget Fetessy. Now make me rich.